0: exceptionally common sense. anniversary anniversary
1: anniversary It's our anniversary yeah. I know it's <laughs> kinda of corny but what up what up what up welcome to the Black and Girl Red episode I don't know but it's my anniversary I mean I know that I know that much banshee block uh started August fifteenth two thousand fifteen that's exactly three years ago today, and I guess since it is the anniversary, I will break this down into seasons instead of episodes, and maybe I'll get back on track with my counting um so yeah, season three banshee's block um shout out to every single person friend um person I met through doing podcasting, all those things, I'm going to read all the names, i posted them on social media, everybody doesn't follow me on social media, and that's fine, because I don't follow everybody back, so, I guess for a sure. stranger, ain't no robbery, but, um, it's a lot, like I said yesterday, and just wrote out, like, every name, and kind of counted the time, how many times my peoples have been on the, on the, um, on the show, and um, I'm grateful. I really am. I'm grateful because I always uh, tend to second guess myself when I um, decide to put my mind to something and do it. Cause, you no know, nigga I ain't trying to fail, but failure's just you know that's just a small step towards success. You gotta fail to understand, you know why you failed and try to change up uh, approach approach a shit differently. That's what failure's kind of set there to do, but it's not set there to scare you, although I do let it get to me. I'm a cancer, you know, hyper-emotional and all that bullshit, but um, I'll, you know, explain me later. I've probably already explained myself uh, a couple times on the block because it's mine, so you got to explain yourself, and everybody don't fuck with you, so they got to... And people want to get to know you, and you feel like, you know, they personally know you and feel comfortable with you, so... We'll we'll get into that a little bit later Because this episode won't be long Because I'm by myself And I know y'all don't want to just hear me talk Y'all want to hear about the topics and all that shit But y'all yeah, appreciate me uh, nonetheless So first episode had my homeboy Big James on it You know Big James because he's Big James Like There's no other way to explain him uh, It's been my homie for, for quite some time Grew up together in the church I let, uh, Shout out to my boy Rob Hood Mr. Hood doing the the, the comedy, the stand-ups, been on the block three times. Y'all know that because he was on the last episode. If you were paying attention, if not, you should go back and listen to that episode because it was was very entertaining and funny nonetheless. Uh, Scooby, that's actually the person that gave me the name for the show, a.k.a. Jordan Moore. That's my nigga, or he was my nigga. I don't think we friends on social media anymore, but it's cool. I ain't tripping, you know. Um, I'm always going to show him some love regardless of uh, interaction or not uh Lucky Day R&B Sensation <laughs> on the come up. I call her R&B Sensation. That's my cousin and she can sing a fucking face off. Y'all make sure y'all follow her on SoundCloud. Uh Lucky Day and that's L U C K I E. And then um my sister has been on the show twice. My brother has been on the show twice. Shout out to Keisha Antonio. Um CC, my home girl C. From high school, been on the block three times. She was on the latest episode of season two with my homeboy Whip, which he's on the list also. For this. Say no to bad sex, I like the episode. It was a really fun episode. Y'all should check it out. Y'all, y'all got to go back and don't go back too far because like the beginning episodes, the the sound quality is not um, as great as I wanted it to be. But it it just shows you the um, the growth in in the show. Um, so shout out to Cece and Whip on that. Um, and make sure y'all fuck with her. She does art. She paints uh semi slings art. I wanna say that's her name on social media, so make sure y'all look her up. Narada, that's my photographer. I'm gonna get with you ASAP, like in the next two weeks we gotta do another photo shoot. I need some new new flicks. Uh Uncle Jimmy, been on the show twice. First episode I did with my Uncle Jimmy. Um we, I don't know what happened that day, but somehow I, I got to pull up on him and his homeboys at, at a Mexican restaurant and got shit faced. So, <laughs> don't. So, on the first episode that uh, my Uncle Jimmy was on, we were smacked the fuck down. But that was a fun day. Uh, shout out to him. My sis, April, has been on the block twice. Shout out to sis making moves where she's at. Kendrick. That's my homeboy. He's like super tall. He's big ass. Uh, Shout-out to him and his fight um, with his um, kidneys and all that stuff. I'm glad that he still survived it. Uh, Shout-out to my homeboy, Dre. (laughs) Dre's a nut. (laughs) There's no other way to put it, Dre. But he's authentic, and that's my boy. Um, Shout-out Kyrie Muhammad. Been on the block three times. I want to say, like, um, each time there's been something that's, like, more so empowering the um, black community that's really strong. That's his fight and drive. And um, I always, you know, look to him for some kind of insight as far as, like, politics go or just the state of the black community, just where we are here in um, Louisville. So there's that. So shout-out to Kyrie. And also Kyrie's the one that um, made my logo for the show that took the three – images of me and and created the whole logo so I wouldn't have like something like a stamp or a signature if it hadn't been for him and his uh, artistic look you know for the black and because I need a new logo I want to upgrade I just want to keep keep elevating the brand as much as I can Asa Lion, which she is uh, that episode that was like in, in the trap I'm in the trap right now but I want to say it was, like, around the summer, and it was, like, super, super hot. So we just recorded that episode in the dark, no light zone with a fan and just chopped it up. She's a really cool chick. Make sure y'all um, follow her. She's a fashion designer, and she can get you together. You know, she's doing things for the city. Nonetheless, Mr. Hood News itself, cousin TJ, shout out to you, sir, and the Mr. Hood News that you pushing on pushing on Facebook and everywhere else. Um, NYC, Otis, shout out to you Mr. Queens himself um, Harlan Robinson from 101.3, that was a good episode, gave me some good insight as far as like the whole um, crab in the barrel mentality that they kind of talked to us at a at a young age, he kind of gave a different look on it and I I appreciate that because it actually makes more sense when um, you play the episode back, but shout out to him Swell has been on the show twice, that is Kyrie Muhammad's wife um, we talked about postpartum, her first episode that she did on the block, and how to, you know, deal with that amongst black and brown women. And also she was on the um, Resist episode that I did. Um, I want to say it was, two, yeah, it had to be 17. 17, 2017. No, it was 17. Because it was right when, um, it was the beginning of that year when Trump tried to um, enforce the whole... Um, the resist, and now the immigrants, you know, the, he tried to, he really had the, y'all remember that time, I don't want to get into it, because it was such an ugly time, but she was on both of those episodes, just bringing awareness, I still, you know, I like to have fun, and you know, we can we can talk about the sex, and the relationships, and the, the pop culture, but we also have to talk about things that happen, you know, in our community, we have to bring awareness to, and just try to keep people informed as, as much as possible, that's why I always say, make sure you utilize your your platform correctly like there's a time and a place for everything we can we can laugh. We can cut up. We can we can talk about, you know, each other, men and women towards each other, the battle with the sex and shit. But we also got to talk about, it at the end of the day, like, the the unity and, and coming together as a people because we're so much stronger in numbers. I went off on a tangent, but y'all needed to hear that. So, <laughs> the shout-out to Sueyla. Uh, also, another Dre on the show from the Same Shit, Different Toilet podcast. Uh, I believe my homeboy Vic put me on with him via um, Twitter He's a really, really cool uh, guy. I like his uh, podcast. is really doggy some um, different outlooks and views. And he just, like, wrote me on Facebook and was like, yeah, I got to come back to the block for the Lawrence Hive. And this, alright you all right, y'all, I mean, if you want to pull up and talk about Lawrence's trash ass, we can do that. But I once, you know, I saw Insecure, I mean, Issa gone, her Insecure um, press run and they brought it up on The Breakfast Club and she just wanted to keep it true to life like when you break up with somebody whether it be on good or bad terms you have to that that person not always going to be lingering in the background of your life or they shouldn't because it's not healthy so let's they ain't together no more and we don't really this is about this show is based off of Issa so we don't really need to know what Lawrence is going through and dealing what we already saw that in the first two seasons we good we don't need no more much success on your endeavors but unless she brings Lawrence back to Insecure, like to get back together, it's really no point in the Lawrence half being on Insecure, so don't even worry about that. Um, shout out to Keita Cookie, uh, Matt and his wife Mika on the open relationship uh episode. It was a really, really dope episode. Got some uh got some insight on how they do things and there's nothing wrong with that can listen to it and listen for yourself and see if that's something that you would be open to trying. I don't know because I ain't open to no open relationship, nigga. The fuck? Because it has to be balanced. It has to be if you set your own parameters and standards for what you want it to be. But ain't no dude about to have me out here like uh... Yeah, he, he can pretty much smash whoever you want to smash. But for me, I'm just gonna stay, you know, loyal and have get the fuck fuck out of here with that shit. We're not doing that. Uh Lakaya and Thomas, which is my homeboy R R, R- C R C T A is his Instagram? Yeah. He's from Shot Town. He's been on the block twice. Uh the episode was a fun episode. Shout out to Koya Tom. Tom was on the man cave episode with Uncle Jimmy and Tyson. Which is Boogie's husband? That was a fun episode. Try to get some uh, insight into like married men and how they view their wives and relationships. That was I liked that episode a lot. That was only the follow up because we had the girls' night over Felicia's house, and she's been on the block twice. And it was uh, Whitney. That Whitney was on the episode. Shout out to my best friend. Uh, Whitney was on the episode, Quay was on the episode, and Boogie and Felicia's cousin, our friend Ashley. I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but Ashley was on the episode too. And that was fun in the basement on location, my first on location interview. I'm, I plan on doing more of those. But um, yeah, Tyson had hit me, or had told Boogie to hit me either way. And I was like, you know, she should, you know, try to do... Like the the male point of view, since so you had the girls nice, I'm like, hell, yeah, I'm always open to um good content, I'm always open for good content, so if you feel like you got some good content, just shoot it at me and we can we can um set it up and you can come to the trap and get on the block it's It's open for all that can hold a conversation. That is the important part, because... I've had one episode where it did not y'all would never hear it. I'm never going to hear it again because there's no playback value because miraculously my computer didn't save that episode. But the episode for, for myself as the, the um the host and the, the the face of the show, I didn't like it. Because it was more so like a a one-sided conversation. And the person on the show was high out of his fucking mind. Like, too high to hold a conversation. I've been there before, but, you know, that was kind of irresponsible on his part. But, um, yeah, I'm so happy that... I'm sorry, but I'm so happy I'm never going to hear the episode. Because I really didn't want to put it out because it was that bad. It was like talking to a small child and trying to get them to open up. It was weird. Um, shout out to uh, Stephen. He was um, He's from St. Louis I don't know if he's still Doing his music thing um, As far as like Concerts And putting artists on And putting them together um, Not only in St. Louis But in the surrounding cities And states So shout out to him For stepping through I'm going to need you Back on the block One time For the one time We're going to set it up Because we got to talk about Music Me and him Every time we see each other um, Whether it be at work Or just out When we were at work together we just always chopped it up about music. Same thing with Narada. Those two every time we just have long drawn out conversations just about everything. So shout out to him. Uh Miles. <laughs> Shout out to you for stepping on the block with your goofy self. Uh David Cox. Shout out to you from Louisville Bill for stepping on the block. That was I think my second episode or maybe my first or second episode in the trap, uh when Teddy D put me on. Um, shout out to my brother Josh doing things down in the uh, the west in the community as far as like you know real estate and you know the city council and setting up projects and things that will uh, push us forward and that's very important and I believe he is still selling houses so make sure y'all get with Josh Joshua Watkins you're going to look him up on Facebook um shout out my homeboy Jeremy Jones uh, went to high school with that guy. Cool, cool guy. He's always welcome to the block. Always a big supporter. Sis. Sis, sis, Alicia, a.k.a. Webby. Um, a.k.a. the fairy godmother. She's been on the block twice. Um, it's, it's my little sis, man. She's trying to, you know, make a name for herself in the community. She got a business going. The, uh, the fairy godmother. She can hook up anything. you Chairs, uh, couches, love seats, pillows, um steering wheel covers, slides, you name it. She's pushing it, and her daughter has a business, too. Um, Excuse me. Uh, Dayana, she has a business, too, for little girls. Uh, you get some cute little clothes from her, so make sure y'all get with um, Alicia. Look her up, Alicia Button, on her Facebook, or you can just follow her uh, at the fairy, the DA, you know, we black, the fairy godmother, mother, mother. My mother, mother on um, Instagram and she has a website so make sure y'all um, look up to Ellis the big homie, the one that gave me the, um, the nickname the Jelena Jolie that y'all see everywhere that's that's the man that gave it to me him and um, my homeboy Walter came up with that so shout out to them Ellis is in both of them but Ellis is funny as shit like if you know Ellis he's like top 5 one of the funniest people I know so um shout out to him. And he's a um yeah, he's just a short motherfucker. He's uh, he's super super fire. I don't think I've ever seen this nigga in like some some blue jeans, some some chill shits niggas always like dressed to the nines. Shout out to uh Lily, got next, been on the block twice. Louisville got next, making big, big, big moves in the city. Um, she's got merchandise out the ass. Lily gonna have to put me on with some of her people so I can get some more banshee block um merchandise for the people because everybody don't got the got the T shirts and I want some some new flash shit. I'm not the fuck with Lily. I'm gonna have to heat you up, sis. But shout out to you on Lil Got Next. Super, super proud. I believe she's starting her um radio spot on Slump Zone Radio, which is based out of California. Big moves, it's Lil Got Next radio. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. Um Murph code in the motherfucking clutch, like that's my dog. Been on the show three times. Always a good conversation um, when Murph steps through. you give some insight, and his brother be like, "Way giving me a hard time when it comes to relationships and shit. Me making it feel like it's my fault, and I'm like, nigga, nah. It's really, it's really not my fault. I promise you, it's not. I, I give, I have given multiple guys chances to to be my my man or whatever they was." hoping to be and just just doesn't quite make it out of the blocks when it comes to shit like that I can't get past the the talking stage but I got a funny story for y'all later in a few few minutes I'm gonna tell y'all why I've slowed up on really giving anybody a chance give me give me three to four more minutes we get through this list of people. And we going I'm gonna I'ma, I'ma let it ring because it's pretty funny now. Well, it was it's been funny to me, but it's super funny. Y'all y'all like it. Um, but shout out to Murph, got on the clutch. Uh, my cousin Trisha been on the show twice. Uh, she did the episode with my cousin Ebony. Shout out to you. I think that was the Don't Touch My Hair episode. Love that episode. Love that song. Uh, Shook, Miss Miss Black Lives Magazine and clothing line coming really 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 soon. Um, and she was on the episode with Otis from New York. Um, shout out to Suge, one of my biggest supporters. I still want you to be my manager, sis. I ain't, I ain't letting go of that dream. I know you, you know, you got to get your things off the ground, but I still want you to, you know, what I'm saying, manage me because you, <laughs> you the shit, girl. You be in everything. You, you network like nobody's business. You have to teach me how to get my networking skills up too. So shout out to uh, my cousin Jeff. Shout out to you. Jay Brown Town was good. He's working on a podcast himself with uh his homeboy DeMarcus and shout out to him. Uh as far as the editing and all this stuff. I'm gonna fuck with you too, cause you seem like a really, really cool dude. The the world famous DJ Z nice, y'all know y'all know nice Z Jamal, whatever y'all wanna call him, uh that's my bro, from the three two one podcast him and me because of the clutch, he still got that going in the books. That'll be three at the end of the year. I want to say yeah, start in the basement like in December. Shout out to y'all. We gotta do something for the, for the people, for the listeners, because they've been asking us. You know, when's the next event? Shit, I gotta do my own fucking event too. But y'all, well, yeah, somebody gonna have to step in and help me because I'm not. I'm so apprehensive when it comes to shit like that because, like, I was planning behind the scenes to. um Get with Z for the Woman Crush Wednesday which goes down at Nirvana every Wednesday, nine to two AM. So it's really no excuse. There's a whole block for you to pull up and have some have some drinks, eat some good good food. Get you know what I'm saying? It's it's a good vibe and listen to some good music. Y'all know from from the city or even just listening and y'all already know how Z get down. So shout out to him, Maestro. Uh, up and coming artists in the city. Dope music. He, we had a dope conversation. When he came through, shout out to him, Roman Lanes. Uh, the video, uh, Extraordinary, Next Hype Williams. You know, price done went up since the last time I seen you, boy boy. But shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to my old boy, Whip. Been on the block twice. That's my nigga. I can hit Whip randomly with just like a poem or some bars. Or just some shit I was thinking about. And that's like, one of my. he's becoming one of my closest friends. And I, I I love that um, our, the nature of our relationship is not too serious, but it's just serious enough to where we can be like, ah, nigga, you tripping? Or nah, nigga, you know I'm gonna encourage your your ratchet behavior. So, <laughs> but shout out to Whoop, it kind of keeps me um, grounded, so to speak, when it comes to you, to you niggas, you niggas. Y'all, you know, y'all know I love to talk about y'all on the block. Um, anyway, the pot father, Teddy D, been on the block twice. I need to call Teddy. I ain't been seeing Teddy on social media. Teddy done got super low, so I'm gonna have to have to pick up the phone and call the pod father and see how he how he's hanging in there. But shout out to you, Freeway Teddy. So that's what your name is in my phone. Uh, always um, staying on me. Always concerned. a uh, Listening. You talk about music too. So I talk about music with everybody, as y'all know. But um, yeah. Shout out to the Father for the opportunity. I probably would, and I'll tell her where I would be if, you know, somehow my my podcast didn't connect with, I think I want to say Murph got Murph's attention to get everybody's attention to align. And now it's like I've become a part of a a, a podcast community, uh, so to speak. Because you got um, you got Teddy's show. Teddy has I think it's the Black Astronauts and the Why Not podcast and then um Murph has 35 and KY and he's on 321 and then uh amongst that is shout out to Lish and Lindsay with the unscripted podcast you got the um there's other podcasts that's recording out of the trap but I just wanted to shout out to the main ones that was in here uh the potluck podcast LJ and uh Brittany shout out to them and uh that's a comedy podcast that records I here. The name is slipping my mind. I'm sorry. Uh, but shout out to you guys. Uh, that's another one. There's a wrestling one, but I don't know the name of that one. But that's that was the, the base part of the trap. And had it not been for Teddy and his connections worldwide, then I would not have been able to get a couple Mike and Kim from Be More straight out of Baltimore. They have their own podcast. It's a husband and wife podcast. Really, really dope uh, episode. I, it was like, I think social media is a drug. And we just talked about, um, called them up through Skype. Or, no, I think it was just, got the number. Called them up. and had the phone interview. They were in Be More. I'm in Louisville, you know. And just talked about social media and different views. And, you know, uh, politics too because Kim's into politics so shout out to them uh, really enjoyed you guys I should have and Mike uh, really got at me because he uh, <laughs> was like you should have me on the call for the man cave episode and I sure the fuck should have but that's not going to be the last time that I sit down and, and, and try to pick some married men's heads and I just, what I wanted to do with the man cave um, episode and I'll give y'all the background on that I want what I wanted to do I want to get three different men in three different stages in their relationship, I wanted the. I was gonna get my homeboy, um, Jeremiah, shout out to him and his wife now, his now wife, Danielle, my little sister, shout out to y'all. I was gonna get them because they were just newly, well, not newly, but they were engaged, they were engaged, but, you know, on the brinks of getting married. I wanted to catch them before they got married just because the different, different things happen after that. I wanted to get an engaged guy, I wanted a guy that was in a relationship, but I couldn't think of. Like one to reach out to, or one that would be open to to speaking about it that wasn't on some toxic masculinity that we don't do that on a blog. We're not doing that. This um, <laughs> is not allowed. Um, and I got a I wanted to get a married guy, and then I wanted a, a older married guy, the one that's been married for you know double digit years. But it didn't work out that way. But it still turned out good. But we are we still going to get into that that whole ordeal I want every stage of a man in his life just to kinda of give a, a different um outlook and a view for the listeners. So that's what that was the plan that did not happen, but Mike, you, you still in the, the honorable mentions my brother. <laughs> and the next time I do something then we'll just split y'all and we'll we'll grab Kim and see if she wanna have some girl talk with the relationship side and then do the fellas again. So shout out to Mike and Kim up and be more and yeah so Boogie and Tyson we already covered everybody so that is everybody that's been on the block now what I I see um happening what I would like we're gonna get to that in a minute I had wrote it down but I don't wanna get ahead of myself cause the title of this episode I should've said in the beginning but it doesn't matter I can say it now this title is called The Block That Banshee Built and the reason why, I don't know why that came to mind is just something uh, that just kept playing over and over again in my head. And I want to use that, that whole slogan when I finally just get into more avenues and ventures. Like, yeah, I want to create, like, a after-school program for kids, to, as far as, like, art and stuff like this goes. Some media-driven or community. I mean, communication-driven or something like that. Try to get them into um, things like that. So, yeah, that's from from three three years ago, starting in my mom's family room, to to now, I see the growth. I've experienced the growth. I want to call um, this year the year number two. I want to call it the terrible twos because I got to a point. I got into a funk with the block. I got frustrated with the block, and then you know every once in a while I gained some some fresh motivation and inspiration. And then it makes me fall back in love with it. It's just like literally raising a a child, so to speak, not an actual child. I don't want to, there's no knock to actual parents out there. Shout out to y'all. But just like in a, this is something that you have to, it's an internal, it's an internal built so that the external will look better. And that's what makes it so frustrating because you don't have all the answers and you have all the thoughts and all the dreams and the imaginations, but you don't have all the money to fund all these dreams and said, imaginations, and that gets frustrating. And then you get people that, you know, get caught up in their own shit and become inconsiderate towards, you know, others, and so that plays a part in it. And so you just, I always, you know, preach that you just take a step back and kind of look at the bigger picture and see what you want the outcome to be. Because what what you start out with or what you think is gonna be, it all, it can always just flip and become something completely different and it's like, okay, well I'll I, I'll take that too and that's that's pretty much how how it happened for me. It was like you, you get nervous because you don't want you don't want people to judge you. You just want people to be open and, and receptive and accepting to what you're trying to give them and I've always wanted to have like a platform that was not open only for myself but like for everybody like everybody's welcome to to place their grievances as long as it makes sense and as long as you can make a conversation out of it that's all I ask because you sometimes come across ideas where it's really a yes or no (laughs) like it's just a, a yes or no answer to the question and there's no need to explain it I go more in depth so that you can't really build a conversation based off of that. But, you know, I've I've been blessed to have some people um come across me and, you know, be in tune with what I what I wanna talk about and what I wanna the message I wanna give out to the world and things of that nature. It's just that's very important to me to have somebody that to have people that understand like your vision or your your determination and things like that and then not not become jealous of it but to wanna become a part of it. Like to become more in tune with it and I'm blessed and fortunate enough to have people tell me that I've inspired them to do the things that they're doing now and it's like, you know, that that makes me feel so good because I always try to humble myself and like, or just I guess play myself out and be like man, ain't nobody listening to this shit, ain't nobody checking for it and I used to be hunk up on the numbers and, and I'm just I got to a point we've reached year three and it's like if they listen and they listen I got I got the core that I need and then you know with you know Lord willing it'll reach more people and it'll get more people's attention and then you can turn more and more people on to where everybody's like now in tune with what you gotta say and it makes them feel comfortable enough to when they see me speak in my mind they feel comfortable enough to be like oh yeah I'm about to get on the same shit cause you know Red gets accepted for, you know, her her bluntness and her her sense of humor and her her realness though. Nonetheless she gets accepted for it but so maybe I can get accepted for, you know, my whatever your yeah, your yeah. um whatever thing stands out in you. That's that would be the thing. And that's really what the black that Banshee built, like, that's what it means to me. And I just um I'm grateful to have friends, uh, acquaintances, um, networking buddies, whatever the case may be, family that um believes and sees the vision. So I do I do truly, truly, truly appreciate it and I'm grateful. Yeah, I know some people did not make it on the block within the last three years. We will change that this year. I have no problem sitting down talking to you as long as you can talk. So I said all I said I had a story to tell. And I almost named this episode that. But I don't want to give it too much shine. Because I just don't. I don't believe in somebody that do some fuck shit to me. And you don't get no shine off of this. This to be the first and the last time you're going to shine off me. all Because right? <laughs> it, it will not happen after this. So, um, I had been talking to a guy for about six, seven months. It's been a minute. And, and he's not He's not. local. The out of town guy. Um, I was just trying different shit. And you want me to try different shit? I'll try some different shit. That, as um, long as it makes sense. So, um, I'm not going to go into like grave details of like this person. But I was attracted to this person. Duh. Otherwise, they wouldn't have got my number. They wouldn't have got, no, got my time. None of that shit. So, I visually enjoyed them. <laughs> it was visually enjoyable. Um, younger probably like 5 4 or 5 years younger I'm only 32 I'm not a cougar I'm not I'm none of that shit and I'm not a MILF I don't have any kids so yeah whatever so that was that age difference and of course you know Red give him a chance see what he has to offer maybe he'll be different than the others and I was wrong so um, communication is really really big to me, duh when I have a podcast if it wasn't a big deal to me. But um it's just I'm I can't deal with a bad communicator. It fucks with my anxiety because when I don't hear from you, like, okay, fellas, and I've said this before, we'll keep saying it until you fucking get it in your head. So the way that you start in a relationship is the way that you must continue in a relationship. Or if you set a certain parameter then that's how it should stay you should fight your hardest for it to stay that way so if we start now talking every day this is text this is facetime whatever if this is what you want to do you want to send a good morning text every morning you want to talk you're you're getting to know someone and so you have to once you've spoiled me with that much time that amount of attention I need that to continue. And if it can't continue, then I need it to be communicated to me of why it can't continue or what are you exactly dealing with. Um, in your in your life, you have to be open to, um, if you're trying to be in a relationship with a person, I'll say that. If you're trying to be in a relationship with a person, then you have to be open with the things that you deal with, whether it be your anxiety or other mental things that you deal with or, you, you know, your job just might be pissing you off and it's just getting to you, but it still has to be communicated. You can't just shut down on a person and then think that it's okay when you decide that you want to open back up, that that person should still fuck with you regardless of of the, the time that you've taken away from the friendship, or the relationship. So, um, this particular person gave himself a um he gave himself a, a timeline of when he was coming to see me and it was in february he told he told me june i'm like okay and even in february I was already like man i'm about to cut this nigga off cuz this is not even worth it and it shouldn't take that many months for you to come and see a person because we stay on the same side of the country and probably only like 6 or 7 hours away from each other so it wasn't like this was California, New York Texas type deal this is more like a Louisville to Georgia type deal or Alabama, either way it wasn't the sticks where my family's from so it wasn't no 12 hour thing okay so, you know, time progresses and more and more flaws are being exposed to me, more and more red flags that I didn't like. Um, a lot of attitude, a lot of sn- a lot of moodiness, a lot of snap and a lot of bite and a lot of dry conversations and I just was like, This shit is this better be fucking worth it. It better be fucking worth it. <laughs> this is all I kept telling myself. This shit better be fucking worth it. Because I really liked him. I mean, aside from those those things coming out, he, he had my attention. But then when those things started coming out, I was like, I, I don't know if I, I like that. I don't think I can deal with that. Only because I'm a moody person and I have trained and taught myself that based on the moods that I am in, I know not to be around people. I know how to remove myself until, you know, the mood passes or, you know, I can get out of it. Then I don't, I don't need to be around people. I don't need to interact with people. So I don't. I don't. And so I just wish that, you know, some people had that kind of restraint or control over themselves to where, you know, if you know, I'm going to be nasty. or I'm going to be passive aggressive if anybody asks me any fucking question right now. Like I know I am. And so I don't. I don't want to be around people like that because it's not their fault of why I'm upset or passive-aggressive. or feeling, you know, any other mood or emotion. It's not their fault. So I don't do that. But I can pick up on the vibe when someone is um, acting and moving differently. I'm super, super intuitive. And so um, first spat would be... um, no, I didn't even have to go on. Y'all don't need all the great detail, so just just know that it wasn't it wasn't good leading up to to where we're going. And um, for two weeks, here I'm gonna give a little piece of a backstory. So i had, I was for a, a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, I was um, watching <laughs> I was watching conspiracy theory videos with this guy named Shane. Shout out to Shane, he has a great um videos on thing if you're into stuff like a uh, you know, Mandela effects, shit like that. I think it just exercises your brain a little bit, just give you something else to think about. Uh, uh give you a different aspect. Not saying that I believe all of them, but some of that shit is like it yeah. It triggers your brain and you'd be like, yo, this shit is crazy. But um so I sent the video to the guy. And just thinking that, you know, he's on, he likes to talk about shit like that. Okay, cool. I had to drink some water. So, I sent him the video. And um, eventually he got around to watching it. And we was on FaceTime with each other. And or I think he had caught me back in the middle of the video or something like that. But either way, it was, um, it was not received well. And it got dismissed and I just got tired of I'm trying to have a conversation with you I'm trying to keep the lines of communication open and I wanted you know some that inter- came across something interesting I thought it would be interesting to you um he watched it he said this half this shit is stupid and um there was a one part of the video that I can't really explain because you have to watch it but it was talking about um audio octaves and things like that and how um a 20 someone in their 20s can hear this sound more so than a person an older person would and so we got to that point of the video and he was like I was like so did you hear it because he's young he's got 20 year old ears oh did you hear the sound that they were talking about in the video no I didn't hear nothing you brainwashed. See, okay, and then that's when I was just like, okay, fuck this, because instead of you can, I'm not saying that you have to be into everything that your partner is into. That's not what I'm saying. There's just a way and a manner of which you can decline what they're talking about or their interests. You didn't have to say, "Have this shit. Have to shit. Is stupid. You must be brainwashed." Da, da 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 like you really just like threw so much shade my way and you thought I was still going to be open and and receptive to to still getting to know you when you show me your ass no I'm, I'm cool so you know the conversation had continued via text and then I was the last person to say something and I just decided that like I got tired of always starting the conversation and reaching out. I got tired of doing that when it got met with some, you know, dry ass answers or, you know, it's um I'm aggravated. And it's like, I know when a person is aggravated, I you don't want to ask them too many questions of why they're aggravated because they're aggravated. So I didn't say anything. In response to when he said that to me one day, he called me mean. Well, it's like, no, I'm not. I gave you, I'm giving you your space so that you can operate in your mood. I, I feel like that's admirable of me because I didn't make it about me and I didn't push it off. I just didn't respond to it because when you want, if you wanted and when you were ready to tell me what was, that had you so aggy, you would tell me. If you never told me, it's just, we're not in a relationship. you don't have to tell me guys this this guy asked me to be his girl two times, and so that's what I thought we were headed. but I couldn't as as a grown ass woman I could not accept that because we're not in high school no more, and we haven't physically met one another. so why would I walk around and and, and carry myself in a relationship of of someone that I ain't never physically touch the late eyes on just only through facetime and in the beginning of it some of my friends was like i don't know i don't know how you're gonna do the long distance shit but for me i was looking at it as a positive because i've said it on the show i keep saying i don't want a guy that's like always up under me or around me and i need my space and i don't because i'm not that kind of girl I don't want that and so I was like actually the distance helps because I don't have to worry about oh, he gonna come over and spend the night and I really don't want to be bothered or damn I gotta do this and this cause he's doing it, it worked to me at that time it made sense and it worked in my favor but um no so for two weeks nothing was said I didn't say anything he didn't say anything to me and then um i think we're two weeks removed now. I'm about to yeah, yeah, two weeks removed now. He reaches out and says, "Sorry. I'm like, sorry for what? Fuck you sorry for. Uh, for not communicating. It's like don't don't apologize for what you thought you needed to do. That's what you felt like you wanted, you needed to do to get by. Don't apologize for that. That's what you needed to do." And so, um that goes on then i just got curious and the curiosity always seems to get gets to, gets to me the most and um i was just like were you ever really planning on coming here like was that ever i was you just wasting time was you just passing the time uh, like cuz it just felt like i got put on the back burner it was no sense of urgency and i don't i didn't like the way that made me feel because it just made me feel like uh I get to it when I get to it, and I don't ever want to be that available to anybody. You either going to value my time and my presence, or you're not. (laughs) Simple as that. That's just the way I looked at it. And so, this nigga said, there's no other way to say it. This nigga said, oh yeah, I was planning on coming to see you on the 10th. Wait, what? This is at the end of July. 10th was last week. So, you really thought you was going to pull up on somebody that you had not spoken to in two weeks. That you was going to pull up on them, but you found out you had to work. You weren't talking to me. So, how did you even know I was available on the 10th? And how did you even know that I even still wanted to meet your ass after you taking two weeks to not say anything to me? Here's what I was doing. Quietly. Quietly, now loudly. I was trying to see... If I was worth it to him, you let two weeks pass, you watched Facebook stories, and it shows you who watches your Facebook stories. So you were still keeping tabs and you lurked on me. You did all these things, but you did the one thing you didn't do was talk to me. You didn't reach out to me. And me being passive aggressive and lying to myself and saying that I'm working on it because I'm not, I did post shit to get your attention that was the bait. And it took you two weeks to bite the bait. That's two weeks too long. And it's childish for me to do that. But that's just what I do. (laughs) And I got to stop doing that shit. I really do. I really got to stop the passive aggressive shit. Only because. But in the midst of. To my defense. In the midst of that. I was told one time. In the course of talking to this young man. That. um, I was like something like. It was along the lines of the visit, and I was met with, "Oh, you need to get out your feelings." Oh, okay, and I, I heard it and immediately shot that down. I'm going to tell you something right now. That whole, you know, get out your feelings, shit, or this, "Are you crazy?" I, I'm not. I'm not accepting it. I'm not. That's a brush off. That's a. That's dismissive. I'm never going to be accepting of anyone that's dismissive of me. And, and how I feel and the way that I think and just me period I'm not I'm not accepting that shit it's unacceptable I don't deserve that shit so I'm not going to accept it and so I nipped it then but then it was like I I don't know I, I got frustrated and grown tired of this the, the what if and the it was no longer entertaining to me and that's another reason why I was like for two weeks I ain't saying shit and if he wanna say something cool, if he doesn't either way it's cool, I've already started the the process of of, of weeding out and getting ready of the bullshit so we're having, this is all text conversation back and forth and you know of course he got frustrated because when he said he was coming on the 10th I met him with lie again <laughs> Because it's like no, you weren't, and you shouldn't have said anything until you were definite and for sure and a hundred percent. Do not pursue me if you are not ready for what you think you are ready for. Period. Just just leave me alone. Just just like like me in passing. Don't don't say anything to me because I'm I'm tired. I've grown tired of the bullshit so um, once I say all of that what I got to lie for this this and this and um, amongst these texts I was still tweeting and if you follow me on Twitter then you know I rant I vent that's just therapeutic for me it's always been that way I never tag that person to it I never do because then I think that's really when it becomes 100% childish. Nobody knows or knew who this person was that I was talking to or talking about, for that matter. So I'm like, what you what you type for to be different if I was, you know, tagging your picture, your name, all this to you. I ain't saying none of that shit. I just didn't understand. And your fucked up mind that you thought you was going to take two weeks without speaking to somebody and then say that you was still going to try to meet them. I just want to see how you was doing. Don't do this my rule guys as far as exes and, and old lovers or whatever the case is you see me posting on social media I'm fine you don't need to reach out and see how I'm doing personally you don't get that access anymore so don't worry about how my family's doing and, my dog get my car my, my my job don't don't stress yourself on none of that shit cuz I'm telling you I ain't stressing myself any longer on the shit that you going through and dealing with now have I thought about an ex in the past I've been like I wonder how I never reach out I don't I don't initiate the conversation because that's just we 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 not on there no more so what's the fucking point I'm not about to keep that shit going if you want to keep them, them doors cracked and wonder why these bitches is crazy, that's on you I'm going to be one less bitch that's going to be crazy about you I'm cool, I'm cool on it but in the midst of all of that he went lurking and he saw some some fire, some spicy tweets and that just sent him through the roof and then I, of course I get, I get called insecure and um, I brag on social media and nobody cares this, this and this and I was like, I also was still proud of myself because I never once called him out his name. I None of that shit. I was literally trying to have a conversation to actually understand the fucked up thought that you had. That you thought you was going to not speak to a person for two weeks. And then you was going to pull up on them in two weeks at that time. And we was going to fuck and, and suck and all that. You honestly thought that I have standards. I have morals for myself. It may not be what society would deem approvable, but I don't don't give a fuck about society. My my standards are for me. That's what I feel like I deserve. And I didn't deserve someone that for two weeks didn't want to say anything to me, but wanted to watch everything I was doing on social media. That just don't, that sounds childish as fuck to me. And so... I took it as he was shut He shut down for two weeks. He took it as, you know, he just wanted to say no fault because we both didn't say nothing to each other. Uh-uh. That's, that's just an easy way out. But um, even in the midst of all of that, we've had, you know, the long paragraph type in and all the, the spicy shit from him, not me, because I never got spicy with him once. Could have. I didn't feel the need to. That would just show that I cared too much and I did care and I did like him I did but it just wasn't it that wasn't enough for me to to continue on so fuck it it's over and but here's the funny part <laughs> that me and my home girl that my home girl webby we, we still cracking up about uh I got broke up with guys I got dumped and I wasn't even in a relationship can anybody tell me how that happens because I got the, the message back after I said what I said and um this young man said I I I think me and you should just stop. We should just chill on the the talking and getting to know each other and just go back to being friends. And everything it took everything in me, the Holy Spirit and God himself and Jesus to hold my fingers from saying, Nigga we weren't ever going back to that. Like we weren't going back to, to the meeting up and the, the relationship cutesy shit. We weren't going back to FaceTimes. And no. No. For two weeks you showed me I wasn't worth it to you. So why the fuck would I entertain you? Moment of silence. For all these question marks. <laughs> like what made you think that we were going to start over? Or we were going to continue? It wasn't. We weren't. I just don't understand how you break up with somebody that you were in a relationship with that that shit two weeks, that was that nigga, I was done in week one. Keep it all the way funky. For when the first seven days passed and you didn't say shit, I oh, okay but Cause you were still active on social media. That's what I don't understand. And then try to play victim on social media low key, but of course you delete all your victim shit. this is why I don't I don't make friends because I always lose them. If you always losing friends, at what point do you ask yourself, or check yourself and be like, oh shit, that's me. That's the reason why, you know, nothing sticks. I've done it. I've done it in the past. I know exactly why certain things didn't work out because I sabotaged them because I didn't want them to work out out of fear of love and commitment because from what I see as a single person looking into the relationships and marriage and all that shit, I might as well just stay single. Because motherfuckers is out here doing whatever the fuck they want to do anyway. So why would I allow myself to be set up to be embarrassed by someone that claims that they love me? That's just how I think. It's just... That shit don't look... It doesn't look appealing. But that was the funny part. Yeah, guys, I got dumped. Red got dumped by a nigga that she wasn't even... In a relationship with, wasn't even moving like I was in a, commu- a committed relationship. Although I did um, put a couple young men at 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 sea at, at the at sea or at the base or whatever, I shut it down because that happened. He had my attention, and I'm getting too old to to be juggling through you know all these 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 men and my attention when I find one that can that can grab my attention and hold my attention and he got it. But if he doesn't, then it's like, that's when it becomes you start the team, you start to weed him out, that type of ordeal. So, but stay, stay single, shit. I don't know. I'm, I've been single for so long, I don't even know if I could operate in a relationship. <laughs> I'm also, I also am fearful of that. That's what I fear, not being able to operate properly in a relationship. And on the brinks of like sabotaging something that could be good for me so there's that okay <laughs> so we got out the the funny story and I can't wait to hear the feedback off that one cause I just thought it was rather funny but um yeah shout out to that young man all the best in your future endeavors you piece of shit fuck it um <laughs> so some some shows that I do want to work on that I wanted to give y'all a little insight on I am still working on trying to get a therapist to to sit in with me on an episode and kind of lay on the couch, so to speak, and kind of help me weed through, unpack my shit, and figure out why I am the way that I am. Um, let's hope that, that episode doesn't go too long. But it might, but it would probably be of good quality because black people, we got to get therapy. We need therapy. We, we got a whole lot of shit that we're dealing with that they made us sweep under the rug and just pass it off like that's normal behavior and it's not the whole you know anxiety and ptsd and bipolar and schizophrenia all that shit all of that plays a part in the black community as well and so i do encourage everyone to seek therapy if you can um so that's one episode i'm working on always currently working on um I also wanna have something like a um I think they call it a hen session, like back in the G with like my mom's and all my aunts I just sitting. I probably have to go on location to somebody's house and um you know, have some have some older older woman girl talk and try to get some some pointers helping, you know, my friends out there the moms. They may have some pointers for you. Um I also just, you know, the, the plight of a black woman as well. We've already talked we've talked about that previously on the block, the episode with April and Keita and, and Cookie. So, um, make sure y'all pull that one up as a good episode. But um yeah, I wanna work on that In his session, um I still wanna do the battle with the sexes and really wanna I'm holding that one for when I've finally plan the live event, the live show, I need to have a Banshees Block live show. ASAP. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be a battle with a sexist type episode. I also, um, and it's probably to be another on-location uh, episode, I want to sit down with all my cousins. Kind of be a, a split episode. The cousins that I'm close to, um, but on both sides, moms. Mom's side and dad's side, reach out. Um, to them, that's like a two-parter. Just kind of giving, like, uh, have we picked up on certain traits that are family traits and what's the lessons that we've learned from you know growing up in the family and things like that, and so I think that would be a a fun episode too so yeah that's that's what we that's what we're working on that's what the block is is trying to be about, of course, we're gonna touch on all the communi- the the black community um issues gotta stay true to the source. Um, also some more more music talk. Um, I want to quietly wanna to try to get into having like a live like jam session or something, whether it be through um Facebook Live or Instagram live, we can just sit and vibe out to some music, um something I'm thinking about something to to keep in mind since I'm such a um music junkie and buff. And um, with that being said, Soundtrack to the Sessions are available everywhere. Title, Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, It's a a playlist series that I've came up with um, because Z told me. (laughs) Z gave me the idea. He was like, you should make playlists and just, like, share it with people and, you know, push that. That's, like, another way of content because I always see you sharing your the songs that you listen to and shit like that. And then we got three two one podcast, so it only makes sense for me to, you know, give my views, my points of views. We are on um soundtrack to the session number twenty three. I'm gonna drop that tomorrow. This one is going to honor um Aretha Franklin 'cause um they say she was gravely ill, on the brink of death, and I just wanna, you know, give the legends their flowers while they still with us. And um, because originally the original plan was gonna be a Cash Money, a Little Wayne playlist, but we'll we'll cue that up for next week. Um, The previous soundtrack is the Rockefeller, the Rockefeller soundtrack to the session. That's um, available everywhere except for Spotify, and I don't like it on Apple Music because Apple Music doesn't have all of Jay Z's catalog, so y'all missing a good. You know, portion of the the, the Rockefeller days uh, when you listen to it through Apple Music, I love it on title. Um, you need the link, hit me. I got you. If you got title, I. If you don't have title, and you're a Jay Z fan, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, you should definitely get title. I always push them. So um, yeah, that's that's what I got going on, and we're gonna keep the the, the soundtracks going, and we're gonna get to you know, different topics on the block. We gonna reach out to some of the old homies that, you know, they gonna get their numbers back up because my friends can hold conversations. So what they should pull up and I just feel like they just owe that to me for being my friend, No, know? <laughs> A nigga gotta try, you know? But I, um, I appreciate you guys for listening to my rants and my bullshit and you know, because I know y'all dealing with y'all's own um, shit too. So, it's only right. There we go. Thank you, thank you, very much for coming out this evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Get fucked
0: too kind. Hold your applause. This is your song, not mine Thank you, please
1: hold your applause, for I just applied logic, keys, keys, open doors. Now a balcony, opera, black tux, binocular, black gloves, stop it, I shouldn't be so popular. Name keep popping up, face keep popping up, on the 2 I'm just watching Pacquiao, box him up. How would I know HBO would get a shot of us, sitting so close that we almost got us? Please don't bow in my presence, how am I a legend? I just got 10 number one albums, maybe now 11. More hits in an hour, and that is no reason to treat me like I'm somehow from out of heaven. Heaven knows that I've made my mistakes. That God when a guy as I say, my grace. Who would have loved by making birds my break for the winter? I'll be fly your summer, might I say? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Too kind.
0: And thanks for listening to the block. Oh, yeah.
1: Applause. This is song, not mine.
0: Hello, this is Discover.